11 minutes it is now after 8 p.m. You tuned into a Metro FM talk uh, with me, Ayabonga Tawe. And uh, uh, we're now going to take a look as part of uh, our culture talk on this uh, Thursday. At, uh, and uh, as I said, when we started, when I talk about culture, I don't talk about it in a very archaic or even in the colonial tribalistic sense. I'm actually referring to it uh, as a uh, composite response to uh, many of life's varied challenges and how, of course, uh, people then create and co-create their own a culture in that context of having to live the day-to-day. A lot of that uh, having to do with uh, how we ensure that we're able to respond uh, to all of the challenges that society puts before us. And one gentleman who has done this, uh, least of all from the background he came from and uh, uh, doing something that he certainly loved and uh, was able, I guess, to uh, change something that we interact with every single day, which are sneakers. I certainly love sneakers and uh, have a... I must say, a, a collection I can speak about, but I'm not going to do that now. Uh, but uh, that being said, I'm joined in studio here by the founder of a Sneaker Cartel. And uh, I think it's going to be the first time I use the word cartel in a positive sense uh, here on Metro FM. Because when we talk about cartels uh, here on Metro FM Talk, uh, Rolo, it's often when we're trying to chastise and uh, you know we're put under the belt many of the companies here in this country. But you are the founder <laughs> of no. a sneaker cartel. And good evening to you, my brother. Yeah, let me correct you there. I'm basically what you would say a co-founder because co-founder. Was, the idea was uh, okay. was was just brought to in, into an existence. Okay. By me, Joel, and Gino, and then you know. Okay, so all of you put your sort of minds together to to yeah. build this platform. Yeah. Because yeah. like once you, because people have ideas, but like to execute it, that's mm. one of the things. Um, that, that a lot of people lack sure, in. Sure. And, so, and yeah. I guess a cartel can never be a one man a one man show. No, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So sneaker cartel was founded like a year. Like it, we opened doors May of last year. Mm. So it's just over a year now. We celebrated our birthday in okay. the only the way that we know how. Awesome. You know, awesome. So um, you can check out the videos on the Instagram pages and stuff like that. Sure, sure. The yeah. name though, Rolo Rose. Bruh, um I've I've said it before. It's um it's like it used to just be a Rolo, but then mm. the internet, um, all those things. I just added the Rosa. I like Greek Rosa's music and shit. I guess, you know. Um, and yeah, so Rolo Rose was just like, you know, okay. just stick. You know. All right, all right. Let's talk just briefly. I mean, about uh, the process of setting this up. It's one thing to have an idea. Yeah. It's something entirely different to put all of your mental sort of time and even financial resources to bear to get to a point where you're able to see this come to life. Yeah. Like, what was that process like? It was, yo, know, like we literally built the whole inside of the store from scratch. Mm. So it's, it used to be like a nightclub called Iconic, mm. Iconic Lounge, and um, we converted like everything, like where there was like loud, like seats. There's now like a sneaker cabinet, Mm. Uh, the DJ box, everything was like people that went to the club before. When they came back up, they did not know that it was the same space. You couldn't that recognize is, it. Yeah. That is how the whole thing um, has changed. So, like, we basically we could see it. It was like from out the mud. Wow. You know, so um, I'm, I'm I'm fortunate to be like part of that side mm. to be there like since the beginning. You know, sure, um, sure. Yeah. What are some of the difficulties then? I mean, I think a lot of people when they look at the store, uh, they th- you know it looks like a success story, but behind every success or any I guess achievement, there's always uh, you know an entire story of all manner of challenges. Yeah, man. It's like I think when you look at it, like it's it's a risk. Like especially me, like I'm married and I have children, and like to leave a a, a job like. 
I, I was permanently employed by TFG. Mm. And when, you know, I wasn't like feeling the vibe that I was getting, you know, and then I just In the like, formal retail space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when, when the idea was presented to me, I was like sketchy about it. Like, yo, okay, a lot of people talk to me about things, you know. And as soon as they got the space, I was like, okay, cool. Now I'm done speaking. Like, like get, let's get this work, mm, you know. So, mm. um, every like, I don't have a title at my job. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what I, what to call myself. I'm like probably a general, general. I don't know what observer, <laughs> operations manager. Sure, sure. But like, so I do a lot of things. Like, I don't just have one thing. Like, my mm. my core focus is like the customer service part of things, like social media, which is. The, the my strength so mm. making sure that the people the response rates is on sure. on a level of, of 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 on par you know um but yeah like it's from that it's to yeah. events you know okay it's a lot of things so you know? so let's pause there for a second there roll up because i'm quite interested i mean you know many people are familiar with sneakers yeah uh, i think you know just the culture of sneakers in as much as you know uh, um there's always been training shoes. There's always been shoes around sport. Yeah. But the lifestyle elements and the cultural elements of sneakers is something that people might be familiar with. What has certainly made your movement and what you guys are doing at the Sneaker Cartel fundamentally different and I guess fundamentally very Western Cape, very Cape Town? Yeah, when you look at it, we, we have a whole lot of shoes. Like We, we cater for everyone. Mm. But we do have our core base, which is the people that's into the bubbles, which mm. is the Cape Town thing. The speeders and pennies. Although the counterfeit joints is available, you know, I st- my DMs is still lit for people looking for those things. And mm. like, it's like, that's my, that's our daily bread. Um, those shoes and it's shoes that, that came to South Africa, but it's just, we probably bought up all the shoes in the US. Hmm? Yeah. Like we, we, we literally can't find them anymore. And these are joints that dropped like last year, the year before. So we like scouring all the pl- the outlets that we can find these shoes, you know. Mm. But yeah, so because um, the Cape Town sneaker culture is a whole different element when it sure, comes to, you sure. get the people that wear the Heezys and the the Jordan One trend that's happening now, mm. Um, mm. you know. So, but then there's also the guys that's into the bubbles. Sure, you know? sure. So sure. yeah, so okay. you, you we basic we got New Balance, we got Essex, we got Pumas, we got mm. Adidas, Reeboks. Okay. So let's talk briefly. I mean, uh, you mentioned there that you, you bought out everything in the U.S. Let's talk no, about that like, distribution chain. How are you getting the stuff in? Uh, it's all legal, no? It's all legal. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. Please, please. I'm not assuming <laughs> no, so, that it is. But yeah. how are you getting the stuff in? We have how, how did you have to build the relationships that side? Yeah, we have suppliers that, that, that this this guy literally like sits and sorts us out. You know? mm. I'll probably have to do it like sooner or later. Like I'll have to get someone to do it on our side. Okay. okay. Because the demand is getting so crazy. Like I can't always just hit him up like yo I need seven size sixes and three size twelves and this mm, and that and his mm. orders this personal orders this you know stuff like that it's crazy like literally it might look like I'm not doing anything because my office is basically on my phone sure you sure, know sure. Um, so I always have my phone in my hand so I'm basically always in the office you know mm. um, I need to like I need to draw the line when it comes to these type of things because it yeah. does it, it affects you like it drains you to see people asking the same mm. questions and stuff like that. But like, we have a supplier that's on point and, um, I do source from some other guys that do import and stuff like that. Okay. But yeah. Um, it's, it's a tough, it's sure. It, it gets, it gets. 
tiring. Let's, let's talk also about the events. I mean, you yeah. guys uh, host a lot of events in partnership with many brands yeah. uh, to just indicate, I guess, to people that, you know, it's not just about the shoes, it's not just about no. the sneakers, but it's about, you know, this as a culture and as an experience for people. Uh, uh, what was that idea or was that something that you guys had always been doing, but now you've just brought it yeah. into the shopping space? You must understand, a few years ago, you couldn't go into the club with sneakers. No, you couldn't, yeah. You understand? So that is when you would never find me in the club. Because I always wear sneakers. So people still ask, like, what's the dress code? Can you come in with sneakers? I'm like, okay, yes, it's sneaker code. You're all allowed to come in with sneakers. <laughs> but, like, um, the events that we throw, there's, like, in-house events. We we work with a couple of guys that sure. push the, 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 the club culture on, on our side, you know. Mm. Um, and I, I've we I've started something called the Cruise Terminal, which, like, we... We just pull up, you know, uh, me and my guys, and we just had one. When was it last week? This weekend. Yeah, one mm. of my best friends' ones. Um, I think the next one will probably be my cousin's one. But, like, the events is all in-house, and it's collaborations with brands, mm. whether it's Cruise Vodka or, or, or Budweiser or those type of things, you know. Sure, sure. Um, we might even have our first outside event, like, I think, end of November. Okay. Before the, the summer really hits, because... That's when I have to focus on shoes and shit sure. and stuff. So, yeah. So I've spoken to a lot of people who say, you know, I mean, I grew up, you know, you had sneakers, you you wore them until you wore them out and yeah. then you throw them away. And yet, you know, as you grow and uh, as many people now become, uh, I guess, you know, parents, as you're saying, parents, yeah. husbands and that kind of stuff. We're also seeing an emergence here of sneakers as an investment, right? Sneakers yeah. as a collector's item. Sneakers yeah. are something that you collect and you retain and you're able to exchange at some point for a higher value than what you bought yeah. it for. Just talk to us about that movement here in the Western Cape and uh, you know how that is growing. Yeah, it's um, like the resale culture is different. You know, so um, when you when you look at it, how crazy it goes when, 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 when the Jordan 1 drops. Mm. I think the Jordan 1 now moves more faster than any Yeezy that drops now. Mm. So um, when I look at it, 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 a lot of people are getting into it now um, that has never been part of the culture. Sure, sure. Um, but when I saw the first campouts, this is after Yeezys, because remember mm. Yeezys was the first shoes that really made people queue. Yeah, yeah. So that's from 2009. To Rolo, I want us to pause there. I need to take a quick spot. Okay. Quick, but uh, I want us to continue on that yeah. vein and the way you're charting, of course, that history and, and how the Yeezys uh, introduction really changed yeah. the game. 24 minutes it is now after 8 p.m. And uh, we are in our inaugural culture talk here on Metro FM Talk. We're going to be bringing it to you every second Thursday uh, of the month. And uh, I'm joined uh, in our studios here by uh, Rolo Rose. He's one of the co-founders of a Sneaker Cartel, uh, which is making a massive contribution to uh, the uh, street culture and the sneaker culture in uh, Cape Town and the uh, Western Cape. And uh, uh, Rolo, before we went to the break, you were still uh, talking to us about uh, sneakers as, as an investment and, of course, the, the impact yeah. that uh, the Yeezus had uh, in making that foray. Yeah, so when you look at it, the first Yeezys, the Nike ones, um, when they dropped, that was the first shoes that you saw camp out. Um, mm. So the I think it was 2009 and I think 2012, I think, yeah. And then after that, it went to Adidas. So those were the first shoes that had the big impact when you saw the, the cues. Mm. After that, before that, you could, we bought Jordans out to the stores like Trolley's Fools, me and Zaid. Um, you know, that when it was like still accessible. 2011, sure. we bought all the concords that were sitting on the shelves. 
So the people that is now crying over Concord 11s, we bought them. Like the True Blues, yeah, True Blue 3s. We got, we could just go into certain stores. I would find them. I'm like, yo, I just heard these guys got this joint. Mm. And then, you know, that is, the, that is how, how crazy it used to be. Yeah. So all the shadows, the shadow ones, all these things, people that know these terms, these are the shoes that were sitting on the shelves. Mm. And um, we, we would go through and t- close the store and I would ask guys like, okay, how many pairs do you have in the back? Sure. And sure. they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, okay, you clearly don't have the authority to tell me how many pairs you have. So let like, me speak call to me the manager. Was that pay Yo, grade? <laughs> I need, I, you know, this is above, uh, uh, this above is a, you don't have grade. the clearance. <laughs> so so then, I, then they would look at me strange and I'm mm. like, okay, there's a guy coming through now. Um, just keep all these shoes um and then they'll come and get it. And ten to one, they would didn't believe me. And those are the type of stories that we that mm. we that we, we that would happen. But up to now, now you'd see young bulls getting into the game. Sure, sure, sure. And I guess one of the you reasons, know? one of the reasons, Rolo, that maybe they didn't believe you yeah. was also because of you know we live in a country. I mean, let's be frank and honest here. We live in a country that at times where you find these biases, you find the racism, yeah. you find the patriarchy, you find all of those things, right? Yeah. Um, and and especially in a context where if you look a certain way, exactly, already people make certain assumptions <laughs> about you. You know, if, if you're a colored guy, already someone's saying you 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 either this one he drinks, yeah. he smokes, or he's a gangster, or all of those you know? kind of things. How important has it been to make uh, this kind of moves that you guys have made into business to change the perception? Yo, it's it's crazy because like when you look at like like Aiden would always have told me like he misses a roller with the gold teeth because at the time like my gold fronts. I I did all these things that like the girls and I sure, did that sure. things like early when you know so me I've never been like hiding who I am like mm. me being without my front teeth in is the norm like sure. I I would take my teeth out and drink champagne with it so, mm. so the bubbles can hit my palate you know yes you know that's how, that's the things that we do you know sure sure <laughs> but um I've never I've never been like afraid to say where I'm from because mm. I'm still there I'm, I haven't left the hood I'm sure. still in the hood you know um, I don't glorify all the stuff that goes on there mm. um, but I've never been afraid to, sure. to, to, to tell people I don't yeah. tell everybody like yeah I'm from there and what what, what. Mm. no 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 no. it's not necessary but like the way I conduct myself and you know but Rolo what does it mean for, for a young lighty growing up in, in Bishop Levis mm. to see a different kind of role model I mean you know if you grow up Elokshini you see yeah. So many different kinds of role models, right? It's either there's the guy who's big in the church or the guy who's big in the gang or who's big wherever. You know. But to see a different role model, somebody yeah, who's taken a something. non-athletic role model, exactly. basically. Non-athletic role yeah. model, a non-alcoholic role model, <laughs> if I can put it that way. But who's, who's taken something that we all wear every day, we relate to and yeah. we can engage with and has made something of that. You know, for me, like, I don't know what to say about it, but mm. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the position that I'm in because sure. it's, it didn't happen just overnight, you know, uh, when people ask me like, "How did you get?" I, I'm like, "Yo, we don't have the blueprint for this. Mm. You know, there's no memorandum. We don't have the blueprint. Like, <laughs> we were just guys who like shoes, and sure. just so happens like you can. I think the interview on Sleeker just came out where we, me and Scoop, spoke about this whole thing. Mm. When it comes mm. to like how you transition your passion into a job, into a livelihood. You know? yeah, yeah, you know. So it's 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 for me. It's just. It's been a, it's been a great. I'm, I've been grateful this whole journey, mm. you know, with the support that I have from my wife and 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 my, my family members who who do like you know because people's perception. My dad would he told me like, yo, you have people that don't like you like in your family, but then there'll be people that will ask you for a picture. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what's the you know? So for me, I, I'm I'm 
I'm just blessed to be in the position that I am, you know. Sure, um, sure, sure. And for the kids at home, like this weekend, I think is happened. There's a there's a five aside mm. um, tournament that's happening. There's this pastor who's like taking it to all the the schools. Sure, in sure. the in the area, so um, he's coming now to the one like right opposite my house. Mm. So. I'm like I don't want to be like involved in stuff, but like I told the person wherever I can help, I, I'll assist. You know, so mm. I might have some surprises for them this weekend. Sure, sure, you know? and I certainly uh, hope some of those kids are going to be playing in that tournament. Yeah. and listening in, man. You know, uh, Rollo. Just as we wrap up, you know, I, I'm I'm always quite interested in, you know, with the the breakthrough you guys have made mm-hmm. into this space. Uh, once you've broken through, one would think that you you know even the dreams start to change. Even yeah. what you want for yourself, say in five or ten years, starts yeah. to change. What does that look like for Sneaker Cartel? Look like with Sneaker Cartel, like I can't say where we're going. This is we're still in diapers. You understand? Um, I might, I might. We don't know what next year holds for me as a person because I'm still at the end of the day. I'm Rolo Rose. I'm I'm an entity on my own. But the Sneaker Cartel isn't doesn't mean to say like if I leave. If I find something else with outside the the, the walls, that that won't be there. Like mm. the 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 entity has been created, so so you know, so it will still. We might open yeah. one in Joburg or in Germany. You never know, you know. So those are the type of things. It doesn't limit sure. yourself there just to think. Okay, this is what it is, and it stays there. You know, you never know. What if we start franchising? You know. Of course, of course. But and yeah, all of those endless possibilities are open there. Rolo, really appreciate it, my brother. Thank all the best uh, in your Ebola. journey with uh, the crew at Sneaker Cartel. And uh, maybe just the last five seconds before we let you go, yeah. talk briefly about that five-a-side tournament. And, uh, yeah, I mean, let me yeah, pull up the flyer. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty cool. Um, let me just see... Yeah, because I mean, let's let's give that an opportunity, and also, I mean, just to also generate some interest for the young. Yeah, so it's playing, uh, yeah. September the eighth, uh, two thousand and nineteen. It's the NDGC presents around four. Okay. Bishop Lavers Soccer Fives, Riverton Primary School, fifty three Wayside Road, Bishop Lavers. It's a family day. It's a free entry, so you don't have to pay. So, awesome. um, yeah, I think there's New Direction Grace Church is the is the is the is the is the is the the, the, the Presents it, and it's uh, Pastor Peter Barnes. Okay. Um, his his cell phone number is oh seven four one zero four zero eight six eight. If you do wanna um, do anything, you can just get in contact with him. It's oh seven four one zero four zero eight six eight. Um, yeah, man. Pastor Acne will also be there. Awesome, man. <laughs> Rolo Rose, really appreciate it. Salute you. to you, my brother, and uh, all the best. May you long continue uh, to yeah. build your community and to build the culture around you, man. Thank you, brother. That there was Rolo Rose, one of the co-founders of Sneaker Cartel. Go check them out there. Uh, And I must say, these are some lovely, lovely kicks here that I'm seeing, but also some of the events that they have there. And, uh, of course, uh, certainly building the culture in the spaces that they have. And I guess that's what this particular feature is about. They're there on the second floor, uh, 164 Long Street. Do go check them out. It's uh, 28 minutes now before the top of the hour. Let's take this brief break. And on the other side, I'm going to be joined from the Soul City Institute uh, by the CEO there, uh, Lebo Ramafoko. She's going to be speaking to us about what she made of President Cyril Ramaphosa's address earlier on today, touching on issues of gender-based violence, femicide, the war on women's bodies, and the incidents of looting, public violence, and uh, some of the Afrophobic, uh, or even, I guess, uh, phobia against uh, people coming from the third world. I don't even want to call it a phobia, because self-hate is an angel's name. Let's take this break.